Welcome to the Words of a Warrior podcast. I'm Candy Wheeler, your host and founder of Warrior Women Retreats, internationally recognized conscious business coach, motivational speaker, and author, but most importantly, human, on a journey just like you are. And together, we'll explore insights, tools, and practices to help you recognize your worth, see your potential, and bet on yourself so you can uplevel your life, leadership, and business. Each week, I will bring you profound wisdom, words of encouragement, and real stories of fierce resilience from inspiring creatives, artists, activists, and entrepreneurs. Trade in fear, worry, and self-doubt for deep healing, sacred remembrance, and divine inspiration to follow your excitement and connect with your true purpose. Grab your journal and get ready to take your power back. Many people today see me as someone who is confident, courageous, and maybe even fearless given the life that I've created for myself and the experiences I've had thus far. But man, do I feel like there's a whole other side that many don't get to see on the highlight reels. Some of this is partially my fault for not always sharing the whole story with you. And for that, I take full responsibility which is why I'm dedicating this whole entire podcast episode to talk about some of the not-so-pretty moments of my journey, specifically around fear. I'll share how in the past it's held me back and how I choose to show up to it today because despite what you think you see, everyone deals with this. Yes, even some of the most successful people you know and look up to have been paralyzed by fear at one point. Before we dive in, there are a couple things I want you to consider about fear. The first is that fear is primal. In medical terms, it's called your fight or flight response, controlled by your sympathetic nervous system. But the continuous activation of this primal response is learned. It's fed to us throughout our whole entire lives via subconscious programming, movies, old way consumer marketing, traumatic memory stores, and many others. What happens is we develop and store images of worst case scenarios, aka the circumstances which might cause the most pain and suffering. And then we give our brain instruction that anything, even remotely close to these areas, are either bad or off limits. So we move through life likely either avoiding these situations entirely or we try to control and manipulate them to create the best possible outcome. This can show up in many ways and there are so many problems with it. But what I want to invite you to ask yourself right now is what is my biggest fear? And really take a moment to go beyond the surface. Maybe close your eyes and take a breath, place your hands over your heart and think about some of your wildest dreams. What about crystallizing these dreams, bringing them down into real life, scares you the most? Now, I always promise you full transparency, so I'll share some of my own and some of the ones I hear from my clients regularly. The fear of losing someone close to me. The fear of being rejected by my peers. The fear that I'll give it my all and it won't be good enough. The fear that no one will take me seriously 
and that my voice won't matter. My first big breakthrough with overcoming fear didn't come in just one big profound aha experience, but rather many significant moments that invited me to lean into the feeling of discomfort. I'll give you some examples. Going on a cruise for the first time and being out on the ocean with no land in sight after watching Titanic. Going skydiving and jumping out of a perfectly operating plane at 13,000 feet and falling from the sky. Taking my first 13-hour flight abroad, I must have peed like 15 times before boarding. Solo traveling to foreign countries all around the world where many of the locals didn't speak English. Quitting my job flying to Bali on a one-way ticket, hosting my very first women's retreat with no event experience and no audience to market to, starting a new business, which I feel gets the least credit in 2020, even though it's kind of a big deal, you guys, getting on my first sales call and making an offer. All of these things used to make me want to vomit and sometimes still do. I'll share a couple more personal ones too like getting a phone call at 2 a.m., finding out that my cousin was fighting for his life after having no pulse for hours. A year later, discovering another one of my cousins had cancer and likely wouldn't live much longer than six months. My mom being hospitalized with her lupus randomly servicing after being in remission for over 27 years, not knowing if she's gonna make it out of there alive leaving a six-year relationship when I had envisioned that this would be the person I spent the rest of my life with. All of these experiences had my stomach in knots and my knees weak, but these are just some of the moments I was literally face-to-face with my biggest fears. I think the most common misconception is that overcoming fears means that we eventually get over them and we are no longer afraid. But I think that is so far from the truth. I never really got over my fears. I am still very much afraid when it comes to some of these things. The difference now versus in the past is how I approach them. I stumbled across this profound passage that I want to share with you from a female American Tibetan Buddhist monk, Pima Chodron. And it really changed my whole perspective around fear. She writes in this passage, wherever we are, we can train as a warrior. The practices of meditation, loving kindness, compassion, joy, and equanimity are our tools. With the help of these practices, we can uncover the soft spot of bodhicitta. We will find that tenderness in sorrow and in gratitude. We will find it behind the hardness of rage and in the shakiness of fear. It is available in loneliness as well as in kindness. Many of us prefer practices that will not cause discomfort, and at the same time, we want to be healed. But bodhicitta training doesn't work that way. A warrior accepts that we can never know what will happen to us next. We can try to control the uncontrollable by looking for security and predictability, always hoping to be comfortable and safe, But the truth is that we can never avoid uncertainty. This not knowing is part of the adventure, and it's also what makes us afraid. Bodhicitta training offers no promise of happy endings, 
Rather, this I who wants to find security, who wants to find something to hold on to, can finally learn to grow up. The central question of a warrior's training is not how we avoid uncertainty and fear, but how we relate to discomfort. How do we practice with difficulty, with our emotions, with the unpredictable encounters of an ordinary day? This passage showed me that overcoming fear has nothing to do with getting over it or being less afraid. It's more so about knowing that it's not only inevitable, but 100% a normal part of your growth and healing in your human experience. Then it's deciding to then build a healthier relationship with it. Instead of trying to avoid it completely or trying to control the outcome, try approaching your fears by leaning in with curiosity. Consider that the experiences that scare you the most might have something for you on the other side of them. Consider what could be possible if instead of resisting, you surrendered and allowed for whatever was meant to take place in the courageousness of feeling the fear and doing it anyway. I'll share a quick story with you on how this can be put into practice. Back in 2018, I flew to Nepal to track the Himalayas. I didn't really have a clear idea of what to expect other than some basic information shared by a fellow adventurous friend who gave me the rundown on what I need to do to get there. She told me that I'll need to leave from Pokhara, which is a small town in Nepal, to the start of the trek, and that wherever I'm staying at the time should be able to organize a ride in a jeep to get there. I had chosen to go with some friends who were more interested in saving money and taking the local bus instead. A Jeep would have been around $40 each way and the bus was like three. I thought this was fair given that it could offer a once in a lifetime experience and it sure did. Shortly after the bus ride began, we were heading off the road and onto this wash-like path that got super bumpy. It was raining for a bit, and I seriously don't believe this bus was equipped for this type of journey according to my American safety standards. But here I was, committed to the adventure and heading up into the mountains. The brakes on this bus were squeaking from the moment we departed Bukhara, and my friends and I were the only foreigners on it. I didn't have any cell phone service, and there were many times when I was literally terrified for my life because we would be inches away from the edge of a cliff that dropped a thousand plus feet with zero guardrails or anything that could give me any sort of peace of mind. If there weren't actual footage from my friend's GoPro, I'd swear this was a nightmare. I was tense. My heart rate was increasing, my breaths were short, and I was clenching every single muscle in my body because of how bumpy the ride got at times. I was afraid. The thing about this all is that I knew this bus ride was going to be six hours long and it wasn't getting any better. In this moment, I made a choice. I could either stay tense and keep thinking about the worst case scenario, or I could take a deep breath and soften into the experience that I was already in and laugh at the fact that the music on the bus switched from the poly-style dance music to Blank Space by Taylor Swift. 
Either way, I was still going to be on this crazy bus ride in the mountains with nowhere else to go, so I decided to have a dance party with one of my friends and enjoy the experience. I was still very much so afraid, but I had softened, let go, and trusted the process. Spoiler alert, nothing bad happened. I made it out alive with a pretty crazy story to tell, like most of the times that I've leaned into something that scares me. What I want you to take away from this is to think about the crazy, bumpy bus ride in the mountains that you are on right now. Are you tense, clenching every muscle, trying to do whatever you can to control the outcome or think of a way out? Or are you softening every chance you get and letting yourself have a dance party even though you're afraid? Either way, you're gonna be here in this experience. So if I were you, I'd have some more dance parties because the fear isn't going anywhere. Thank you so much for tuning in with me on the Words of a Warrior podcast. I am so happy you stopped by and would love to know what you took away from this conversation. If you feel so moved, please feel free to share with a friend and leave us a review on iTunes so that we can keep getting this message into the hands of the people who need it the most. Let us know what you loved, topics you want to hear more of, and your favorite words of a warrior. Until next time, keep taking back your power, following your excitement, and unapologetically living the life you were born for.